Hi, everyone. You're listening to Oh My Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Janine, a.k.a. La Wild Explorer, and I'm here today with our producer, Martha. And welcome back to Oh My Travel Podcast. Martha and I are joined by a very special guest, Mary Fusillo of Beyond the Nest. Mary, welcome to the podcast. Hey, great to be on here with you guys. So great to finally have this. We've been, you know, hearing so much about Beyond the Nest. I know Martha and I took like a deep dive into the website and all the amazing upcoming trips. We're just, we love San Miguel de Allende. And so we were just obsessing over it. Um, but yeah, for our listeners who, you know, aren't familiar with you and Beyond the Nest, um, please introduce yourself. Tell us, tell us a little bit about you and Beyond the Nest. Great. Well, I just got back from San Miguel de Allende yesterday. And uh, so I still have it kind of in the, in my blood. I have uh, been a, a an owner of several businesses. My most recent is a fertility related business. And I've always been really into the travel sphere. I've traveled with my family. I traveled as a, a young woman before I got married. I spent a couple months in Australia, things like that was in Nicaragua. And um, I have been a digital nomad, um, a little late to the game, but digital nomad. And I started thinking that I would really like to tell other people about how you can find kind of recalibrate your life as either an empty nester or someone who's been in the nest and needs to get out now. That doesn't mean that your kids are gone. It just means that you're like, I've got to change my life. And so that's the kind of the start of beyond the nest was this need to try to go, find a way to reshape your life and thinking through luxury travel experiences. That's amazing. Um, you have a business partner, right? Vanessa? Yes, Vanessa Famaghetti. So the two Italians, I'm, I'm married in Italian. She's from, she is a real Italian. And um, so we met on a trip in Belgrade, uh, Serbia in November of 2019. And it was with a, a big digital nomad group that I had actually been on another one of their trips to uh, Montevideo, Uruguay in 2018. And she was a facilitator and we started talking and, and the whole point of this trip to Belgrade was to try to, the, the company, the digital nomad company was trying to find out what the next step was, where else could they kind of expand. And she and I started talking about how like the trip to Montevideo had been an eye-opening trip for me. I kind of said, I have enough. I need to like, you know, I've, I've acquired all these things and I've done all this stuff, but enough is enough. Now I want to explore a different side of life. And that was the beginning of the, um, our business together, we started talking. Unfortunately, like everyone else, we got shut down during the pandemic and she ended up being stuck in South Africa on her next digital nomad facilitator trip. And she was kind of there for five months until she could get back out and get back to the United States. So we started growing it um, during the pandemic and we launched um, February 15th. The very day that Houston went into the deep freeze and I had no internet, no water, no electricity for five days. So a great way to start a business. But oh my God. 
Yeah, it was fun. I had no idea what was happening out there. And so that's what our first trip is to San Miguel de Allende. And the goal is, is that there's two different weeks. There's the first week, which is July 11th through 18th. And that will focus on what I call the empty nester recalibration seminars during the day, all kinds of cool things to do. Um, it's in a huge, beautiful nine bedroom villa um, with its own swimming pool, yoga studio, exercise uh, uh, classroom, uh, horseback riding, you name it. The second week is more focused on um, beyond work from home, work from anywhere. So there's two different weeks to choose from. Then our next set of trips will be in September to the Greek Isles. And then after that to Costa Rica. And we have Vietnam and Portugal lined up for 2022. Oh, amazing. All of yeah. these trips, I'm like, oh, I want to come along. Each one of them just sounds like paradise. Oh, that's, they are going to be amazing. Because one of the cool things is, you know, you can go to a seminar anywhere. You can go to a retreat anywhere. But what if you put all of it together? What if you were in a luxury, basically five-star experience with everything you can imagine, like all kinds of activities. And like, for instance, in San Miguel, when I was there last week, I set up for our trips in July, a tequila tasting with Casa Dragone, which is a, um, a new tequila that they're developing. I mean, you know, hey, we can all need some tequila. And it's a sipping tequila. It's not like, let's take shots. You sip on it. And I thought, I love this. So they're going to come out and do a tequila tasting one night um, on both of those trips. So that's the kind of cool things you're going to get. Not only that, you're going to be able to have our mentoring program pre and post trip. So a month before the trip, a month after the trip, you'll be part of a community through a portal on our website and you'll get to know other people. You'll be able to kind of start figuring out what it is I want to get out of my retreat. So I'm very excited about it. I can't wait to go back to San Miguel and then of course, Greece and Costa Rica. Oh, amazing. And I absolutely love Casa Dragones tequila. I um, oh. went to their tasting room. I yes. guess I was last there. Oh, that's amazing. I was there. It has that beautiful obsidian um, uh, tile ceiling, the vaulted ceiling. We were the only people there when we went, my husband and I, and it was amazing. I never thought you could sip tequila. I mean, okay, like, you know, I thought you just took a shot, but <laughs> I was like, you want me to sip this? And then I was like, wow, this is great. So yeah, I, I loved it. Uh, that is awesome. Okay. So we're going to segue into this segment that, that Martha and I love to do with our guests and it's just a little icebreaker type thing. I'm going to ask you some or I'm going to say some random things right now and you're going to tell me if you love it. Yeah sure I'm, I'm, I'm kind of chatty so that sounds great. All right astrology do you love it? Mm, no not so much. Netflix. Love it wine adore and love it <laughs> bell bottoms uh no i i grew <laughs> up in the 70s no way uh, i hear they're making a comeback i'm like no uh, stay away <laughs> no <stop. laughs> um hiking love it leftovers love them saint patrick's day uh neutral George Clooney. Oh, what, what else is there to say? I love it. <laughs> and mariachis. Love it. 
Yes. <laughs> and that's perfect for San Miguel de Allende because they have such beautiful mariachis out there. It's so lovely. Oh yeah, there were, and there's not very many people right now in San Miguel. And I found that it was amazing about San Miguel was that they were very, very um, conscious of safety and, and, and taking care of things. And that's one of the things that we're going to have on our trip too. Um, and now you have to get back into the United States, you have to have a COVID test. And so now um, they come to you. So they'll bring the COVID test to you and then they'll email you or text you your results to show at the airport. Just a little FYI. Oh, that's great. That's great news. I've been hearing really good things about how Mexico is responding to COVID and just with like the whole travel in general, they've really like, you know, stepped up their game and, you know, have taken these protocols like kind of more seriously than some parts of the U.S. Um, do you want to share maybe, I, I know you just got back from, from Mexico um, and for anyone who might be a little bit weary um, you know, how, how is COVID safety in Mexico? It is much stricter than the United States. So, but I'm in Texas, I'm in Houston though, which tends to be our, my city is very, um, at least I live in the city. It's very strict here, even though the governor here has lifted the mask mandate. Like I said, I, I was just at brunch and everybody had a mask on and the waiters had a mask and the valet guy had it on. But in Mexico, one thing that's interesting is, is that as you walk into any establishment, it can be a hotel, it can be a restaurant, it can be a store, you walk through a mat. So like you're cleaning your shoes and then they take your temperature and then they squirt hand sanitizer in your hand and they watch you while you do it. And only at that time will they like lift the red velvet rope and let you in. And um, their seating is about 25 to 30%. Like I, I stayed at the, um, a shout out to the Rosewood, San Miguel, awesome. Uh, and they have- Beautiful hotel. Oh, I want to live there. I can move there. And uh, they only had uh, 10 guests, um, 10 rooms out of 67 when I was there. So it was pretty amazing. So the good news is, it's a good time to travel because it's very safe. I felt very comfortable. Everyone has masks on and you're not, there's not huge crowds. So in the, uh, the Centro area, there's not massive crowds. The shops have, are, are, are not full and they really need us to be there. So I felt completely safe. I love that. And it's, I think it's good that, <clears throat> excuse me, I have like a tickle in my throat. <laughs> I think it's good that, you know, they are taking, like, I mean, that's not even like, what, that's 20% capacity? That's, I mean, they truly need our support and they're doing these amazing things there. Can you talk about, um, I think somebody had mentioned like going in and out of establishments, they even like sanitize, they, there's like some sort of floor mat that they're sanitizing. Yeah. Yeah. So as you, okay. So like, let's say you're walking into uh, a, a lot of the really good restaurants are in, on hotel rooftops in San Miguel. So as you walk in, you know, you're kind of walking up the stone steps and they have like a velvet rope that divides the entrance and the exit. So as you walk in, you step on the mat to sanitize your um, shoes and then they take your temperature and they take, they do contact tracing. So they ask your name and your address and your, your, either your email or your telephone number. On the way out, you're doing your feet also. Now, but the other interesting thing is as you're walking around the Centro, as you're going near the cathedral, 
they have like these sanitizing stations. So it's like you walk through them and you feel like, oh my God, they're putting, you know, sanitizer on me. So the only way you can get in that centro area where the uh, Kuroki is, is through these like sanitizing stations. So I felt like um, I was pretty clean when I left. Wow, that's amazing. I, I really wish that that could be happening more here because I haven't seen a whole lot of that. Um, I think even walking into stores in the U.S., like, we're lucky if there is sanitizer, right, you know, when you walk in, but other right. than that, <laughs> you don't see much of that, so that's awesome. I feel like it is much safer in Mexico, and it sounds like an incredible time, and then what you're putting together just sounds like a paradise. Um, Mary, I wanted to ask you, um, you talked a little bit about um, you and Vanessa, how you guys met and um, that you guys started the business, but what do you, what was it that drew you together? Like, was it just a, a conversation that you guys had? Um, what, what called you to each other, do you think, to, you know, just start this business? Because a lot of, you meet a lot of people in your travels and you create friendships, but not too many people create uh, businesses. It is kind of bizarre. And, um, and we're from two different generations. We're really from two different generations. She's only a couple years older than my, my kids who are about to graduate from college. And so I think that what got us is that we both had the same vision of a, a way to recalibrate, um, but we wanted to do it outside of this digital nomad space. So with digital nomading, you're kind of in, you know, you're in an Airbnb and you go to a co-working space or whatever. But we also realize that, that a lot of people don't really, it's, it's a step above the hostel world. And I don't mean, I mean like you're going to go backpack through Europe and stay at the hostel. It's a step above that when you do digital nomading. But I also felt like it was great fun, but a lot of my friends would have been like, oh, I don't want to stay there. <clears throat> so we kind of felt we needed a, a more of a luxury experience and we wanted it to be a longer a mentoring and a recalibration. So we both had the same vision. And one thing led to another. I mean, it was just a, it was like a serendipity kind of thing. We, I have worked in my other businesses with young people. So I'm, I'm, I have a, a, a lot of experience, I guess, with talking and speaking with young people. And so it wasn't, it was easy to talk to Vanessa and vice versa. She's worked in the tour industry before and has dealt with kind of the older generation. So the two of us got along great and we're yin and yang to each other. So it's, it's so far so good. Oh, that's wonderful. I love when, um, when people, you wouldn't think that these people would get along, but it's like, people say you can't judge a book by its cover. It's like, what's inside something that a deeper connection, like age really, I don't think it makes a difference when you're connecting with someone like that, especially with travel and visions. So well, that's wonderful. I love to hear that. It's good because of the fact that we have different visions and we have different skill sets. So she's really, you know, on top of all the, the kind of the tech stuff and not that I'm not always there, but you know, I'm like, okay, well, how do I get to my Google docs again? You know, that's, that's me. On the other <laughs> hand, I have 15 years of experience of starting and owning three different businesses. And so I have that business savvy. So together, and she's plus 
she's been more of an intrepid traveler because she's younger. I haven't done that intrepid traveling like, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to go to Nicaragua and hang out while the Sandinistas are there. Or I'm going to go to Australia and work on a boat for six months. I mean, you know, that experience is 30 years ago for me. For her, it was like a year ago. So that's been helpful for us to, to have that synergy. I love that. I love that you guys are just like this perfect match that like, you know, I don't have that skill, you have that skill. And um, I think that's really important in um, in friendships, and but especially in business. That's what really makes a, a strong business. Um, I know we've talked a lot about San Miguel, which I mean, Martha and I absolutely love. How do you choose your locations? Because you mentioned, um, you know, Greece, Vietnam, um, how do you, how do you go about like structuring or um, I don't want to call it structuring, but you know, putting together your, your retreats? Well, in some ways it's like you throw a dart at the, at the world map. Okay. But on the other hand, (laughs) a part of it had to be, we had to have been there because we wanted to know what the ambiance was like so like I've been to Greece several times but Vanessa has not I've never been to Costa Rica but she has I've been to Vietnam so it's that kind of thing but we also were looking at places where we can get the biggest bang for our buck because these luxury villas are very expensive and so in order for us to be able to make the cost with all we're including I mean everything is included your food um, except for a couple of dinners all the activities there's a couple of things that you know you wouldn't think like oh the tequila tasting and every night's happy hour and yoga is included and Matt Pilates is included that we wanted to make it affordable um, for people to attend to so that's kind of it Vietnam is a great place Costa Rica is a good place Greece right now they're like rolling out the red carpet come on down to Greece so that's how we decided on the places and we're we have a full itinerary for next year um there's going to be 10 different um retreats next year also but we're not rolling them all out yet I love that and I love that you said that you you know want to get the most bang for your buck because that's that's how I travel I'm like okay where what can I do to, you know, make the most of it and really, I mean, because I love luxury, who who doesn't, right? But, um, you know, making it affordable helps us to travel more, (laughs) in a sense. Um, I wanted to ask, what would be your dream location um, if price wasn't, you know, an issue at all? Okay, there's two. And, and because my, I, and this is, I've traveled a lot. I haven't been to Africa, but I've been to, you know, Asia and, and South America and North America and Europe and that kind of stuff. But my absolute favorite place on the planet is Laguna Beach, California. And when I win the mega million lottery, then I can buy myself a small bungalow there. But until that time, um, I also really think I love Lake Tahoe. I just think that Lake Tahoe is, and that's, that's in the United States. And I'd love to travel internationally, but those are my two, like, maybe cause you can get there. Like I can get to, if I wanted to go to Laguna beach today, I could hop on a flight and be out there tonight in the same with Tahoe. Whereas if I wanted to go to Bali where I spent one of my big birthdays two years ago, Bali is like a 15 hour trip from, from where I am. So that's kind of where I, I, I love Laguna beach. So. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I think a, a little retreat there would be nice, like a uh, by the beach and enjoy the the surf, things like that. 
Yeah, but I also think that it would be like, um, it would be too expensive for anyone to afford. I, I feel you because I would, well, doing luxury there, definitely. I know that they have a beautiful, is it the Montauk? I love the Montage. I, my husband, the very first time I ever stayed at the Montage, I won a night there in an in a, a auction. I actually, I won two nights there at oh a, a celebrity at auction in Houston. And I knew Laguna Beach because I had gone to college and to grad school in California. So I knew Laguna Beach. And so nobody else at this auction really knew what Laguna Beach was. So I saw that this hotel had just opened and one of the women that was in the charity, her brother was the general manager. So she'd gotten him to comp two nights, right? I'm over there. I'm like laying across like the, um, the bidding sheet, like no one else could get this. And we got it. And I went out there and I remember we, I was like, it was like 15 years ago. And we get there and we open up the balcony door and there's the Pacific Ocean. And it was a gorgeous day. And I looked at my husband and I said, I want my ashes scattered here. And I haven't changed my mind. And I've probably stayed there six or seven times. Um, and it's so far out of my price range now that all I can do is go have a drink in the lobby when I'm out there. It's oh better God. than nothing. Honestly, sometimes you just you just have to do like the little things. You don't have to go all the way out. But I love it. So even going out there and having a drink is enough for me because it is such a stunning place that I don't need to always have to spend the night there. I can go somewhere else and spend the night. But it's it's like, so I love that. The Montage, those people were brilliant. Oh, I love that. And, and Mary, that's a little bit of a hack, right? Like if you don't want to stay there, or you know, can't necessarily afford to stay there, just go have some drinks, you know, enjoy, enjoy the views and, you know, a couple hours yeah. on the property. They have fabulous, like uh, this fabulous nut mix that they give you when you're ordering a drink. So you can just have like four or five of those, like four or five bowls of them, because they just keep bringing them to you. And then you've had like dinner too. I love that. I love that. Um, I wanted to ask, what do you want your guests to experience um, on your retreats? What is, what is the goal? I would say that our goal is that they leave feeling like they have a kind of a fresh new outlook on what they want to do with the, with the rest of their life. It's like, I love the poet, Mary Oliver, and um, in her, I can't quote it exactly, but to paraphrase it, what are you going to do with your one wild, beautiful life? And I feel like so many of us kind of lose sight of that, especially as we're, you know, going through our lives and our work days. And now that I'm at the point where I'm an empty nester just about, and I'm kind of like not, you know, I'm not going to retire anytime soon, but I see it in the in the future, I think, what, what do I want to do to recalibrate my life so that I can have that one beautiful wildlife? I love that. And that's really deep. Like you really want them to have this one of a kind, meaningful experience that they're never going to forget. And that really leaves a mark. So that's amazing. Well, I did when I was in, when I was in Montevideo in November of 2018, I was walking home after my day of work at the co-working space, which I love. That was really fun. And I'm standing on a street corner with my, my um, earphones in, listening to a podcast. And all of a sudden, this like feeling came over me and I went, I have enough. I, I get it. I understand. I understand what the striving has been for whatever. And I, I can't really put it in one little tiny sentence, but I want other people to have that same takeaway. 
that, wow, I get it. I, I kind of, you know, almost kind of bordering on, I get what I'm here for. I get what my purpose is. Yeah. That like epiphany moment where you're just like, ah, yes, that's it. Whatever it is that they've been, you know, thinking about or having a tough time deciding. um, I find that travel is a good way that in, it answers your questions almost that sometimes you didn't even know you had. Um, just by, you know, something as simple as, you know, having a, a hike somewhere that's not home, you know what, like just you, something clicks in you and you realize that there's much more or something that you've been struggling with that now you've made the decision. So I totally see how um, travel and especially a retreat like yours would be able to help facilitate that. Totally. I, what I get the most out of travel is when I wake up in the morning and I'm going to go, I mean, I'm way past that stage of the hop on hop off bus. Although that's kind of fun when you go someplace new, it's kind of fun to do the hop on hop off bus, but I'm kind of beyond that. So like if I'm in, let's say I'm in Rome, I want to get up in the morning and I want to go to the local coffee place and drink my cappuccino and, and see where they're going to go buy their vegetables. I want to feel like what it's like to live there, like walking past the Coliseum every day. Do you just like ignore it? Or do you look at it and go, wow, I live near the Coliseum. So to me, travel is like being able to understand everyone. Like you understand where everyone else is coming from. You're not just in your little space, in your little town, in your little community. You understand the broader community. And that's what I love the most about travel. Beyond the Nest is an innovative travel community built for the post-COVID world, designed by two amazing open-hearted travelers and cross-generational women business leaders. These women believe in the transformative power of travel and know that in 2021, people will want more than what travel used to offer. Beyond the Nest offers a series of bespoke international and domestic retreats for small groups who value education and luxury equally. Each retreat takes place at a five-star venue featuring renowned experts and exclusive experiences like private artist-led gallery tours. Their motto is, there's no reason your days of motivation, recalibration, and adventure can end with the five-star on-site massage. And that sounds amazing. Beyond the Nest is already selling out spots for their first few trips. Visit their website at www.beyondthenest.org and mention our podcast, Online Travel Podcasts, for a 15% off discount on your first trip. Enjoy! Thanks, Martha, for dropping that discount code. And thanks, Beyond the Nest, for sponsoring this episode. Now back to the show. I love that. Yeah, yeah we just had a guest not too long ago, and we were speaking about immersion travel, where you really go somewhere to connect with the culture, with the people. And like you said, shopping in the shops that they do, taking everything back home and cooking yourself a nice dinner. And you just feel like you, you understand everyone around you. And that's, that's lovely. I wish, I wish we all were able to experience something like that. Yes. And I think sometimes, especially Americans, I think sometimes we have to be 
kind of taught how to do that, how to, how to, how to not just immersion, like go and learn Spanish and spend a month living with a family, not that kind of immersion, but kind of like getting outside of your, okay, we're going to hop on the tour bus and now we're going to go to the X, Y, and Z and, you, you know, to kind of just wander around. My favorite thing to do when I travel is just to wander around and kind of like, look, look at the people, look at the stuff, look at everything and not just hop on and hop off a tour bus. Right. You want to, it's, it's, I mean, I guess it's more of a meaningful way to travel to really, you know, get to know, okay, what, what is it like actually, I mean, more living there. Right. I mean, of course, when you, like, I went to Scotland last year, right before the lockdown, because one of my children was at semester abroad and they had to promptly come home. But before all that sadness, um, we were in Scotland. But, you know, I'd never been to Scotland, so I had to see all the Scottish, Scottish stuff. And I really wanted to see the, I wanted to go to Loch Ness. So we take the bus to Loch Ness and we go out on the boat and there's no Nessie out there. But we had a great time looking for Nessie. Now that wasn't, that was very, very touristy. Okay. But then another night in Edinburgh, we just ended up wandering around the streets until we found a pub that was a local pub and went in and had kind of a traditional Scottish evening. So you can do both. Oh, absolutely. I, it, there's definitely, I mean, I want to go see Nessie, even though I know she's not there either, but you, 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 but maybe, <laughs> but maybe, right? <laughs> Fingers crossed. We, you know, get to see something now. Um, yeah, there's some things that you, some touristy things that are just really worth doing and you kind of have to do them. And I mean, there's touristy things and, you know, in LA that Martha and I were like, yeah, I would totally go there. Um, yeah, if there's a celebrity that gets a star on their, on the Walk of Fame, we will go see the star. It doesn't matter that we're LA natives. We, it's like cheesy stuff like that. But I mean, there's no wrong way to travel. I mean, I guess there is a wrong, wrong way, but that's when you actually do wrong things and are, you know, illegal things, things like that. But like doing touristy travel or immersive travel, um, trying to travel like a local um I don't think that there's any right or wrong way in that sense um because yeah we all enjoy doing a little bit of the touristy thing a little bit of the local thing and it really just depends on what that trip is for because there's trips that I've gone on that are you know an all-inclusive because I just want to unwind I don't want to worry about anything I just am there to just whew, forget about all my worries but then there's also times where I'm going somewhere and I want to you know, go and go a little bit off of the beaten path and explore and do things like that. So um, I definitely get that there's no really wrong or right way to do it. No, I went to um, on a trip with my son. I actually had a business trip in Europe. So I took my son along and we met another uh, mom and her son that we were friends with. And we kind of did through England and then we went through uh, Italy and then we ended up in Germany and then we ended up in Finland. But after about like 12 days, my son and I were desperate for a hamburger. I mean, like, you know, it's like, like, how could you ever be sick of Italian food? Well, after so many days, you're like, I'm done. And we had to go find the nearest hard rock cafe so that we could have a hamburger. So, hey, there's that side of travel too. Oh, I feel you. Every now and then I'm like, 
oh my God, there's a McDonald's and oh my God, shame on me for even go, like, thinking of that, you know, when I'm at these beautiful places, but sometimes <laughs> you need a little slice of home. Like, right. <laughs> I totally understand you. I, I do get a little, ex not because I, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, when you see hard rock, which they're, you know, in pretty much every major city, it's like, oh, hey, I, I kind of feel like I'm home right now. <laughs> Yeah, I just need that burger, you know, with fries and the whole bit. And they never are the same. Okay. But it's just like sometimes you're like, I cannot eat at one more pasta place or pizza place, especially like, and, and you feel bad feeling that in Italy or, or wherever you are. So, yeah, I get it. Sometimes you need that. That's the fun of travel. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Mary, with the, um, the San Miguel trip that's coming up, what do you think? I know we talked about the tequila activity but what activity are you most looking forward to aside from that one? Is there any like sneak peek you could give us? Well, the one that I am really looking forward to if weather permitting is hot air balloon ride. And yesterday morning, I can't believe this. I was in San Miguel yesterday. Yesterday morning I got up and um, I was not staying at the Rosa anymore. We had moved down the road uh, because now my husband had left and now I was on the business trip portion of the uh, trip. And I opened up the windows and there was the hot air balloons. It was like quarter to seven in the morning. And there was like 10 of them in the air. And I kept thinking, I'm going to get to do this. So we have that planned for both weeks of the trip is a hot air balloon ride at sunrise, weather permitting. So my, oh my gosh. are crossed for you. <laughs> yes, that sounds incredible. I've always wanted to do a hot air balloon, but I've just never had the opportunity to do that yet. And I didn't know that San Miguel had that. So yeah, maybe next amazing. time I go. I didn't either. I was like, what? And and the bad news is, is like your, your, your cell phone doesn't take the world's greatest pictures of it, right? So I'm like, oh, I don't, the pictures didn't come out right. But I now I have the memory. I mean, it was so, they were all multicolored and it was right at like quarter to seven in the morning. It was perfect. It was beautiful. I can't wait. Oh my God. Martha, we, we need to go. <laughs> we need to sign up for, for one Seriously. of because <laughs> they sound awesome. Um, you've mentioned a, so many amazing activities. Um, I don't know, you said like yoga. And so there's like a bit of like wellness and then the sightseeing with like the hot air balloons. Is there like a, how do you kind of curate and mix those activities? Well, every day, the, the way the day is going to work is, and, and on our website, we have a whole daily itinerary, kind of a model daily itinerary. It, there's going to be a, a, a continental breakfast served every morning at that point in time. You can decide, do I want to go from 7.30 to 8.30? I want to go to yoga, or do I just want to go to the exercise room? Do I want to just take a walk? Okay, then we will start the actual um, program about nine, nine thirty. That will last the first seminar will last for like an hour. Then there'll be a little break. After that, you will be able to then break up into small groups. By about noon, we're ready to have some lunch or go into town, whatever you'd want to do. In the afternoon, you can either lay by the pool, you can do another seminar, um, you can just talk with your fellow travelers. And then more in the late afternoon, because it will be summertime, 
is when we'll have um, cars to take people into town if they want to go shopping, if they want to eat in town, if they want to go on one of the tours. We're going to do the, um, oh, it's called the Fabrica Aurora, where the art, all the art is in um, San Miguel. We're going to have a, a curated tour of that kind of after hours to go look at all the different art galleries in there. And so that's kind of it. We're going to have happy hours. And in the evening, we're going to have one of my favorite things, which is called DMC, Deep Meaningful Conversations. And they're like, it sounds a little too much like camp when we are kids, but actually we have a topic and people kind of discuss that topic one um, and go around the circle and kind of talk about that. And that is one of my favorite things that we're going to do on these trips. So there you have it, kind of an overview. I love it. Thank you for giving us that like inside like info. That's that's amazing. And I'm I'm convinced to to go on one of these trips. And I guess for maybe anyone who's considering kind of borderline, maybe they haven't done um trips where it's you know, it's not their own planning. It's a curated type of trip even though they get a, you know, kind of pick and choose um, you know, what would be a good reason for, for someone to go who's kind of on the fence? I would say because it's as do as much as you want or as little as you want. So if you want to come and you want to just take some of it, maybe you want to hit the seminars in the morning, they're not going to be sitting in a classroom at a PowerPoint presentation. They're going to be interactive seminars. Um, and, but, but maybe you don't want to do that one day. You don't have to, you can do whatever you want. Maybe you want to go into town. Maybe you want to lay at the pool. Maybe you want to go horseback riding. Maybe you want to go off and look at art on your own. You can do as much or as little. So it's not like the tour bus is leaving in 15 minutes. And if, if you miss it, then you're going to sit in your room all day. No, you can do whatever you want. And that's the joy of this. We want to give people the flexibility and freedom. But on the other hand, the only thing that they have to do is get on an airplane because everything else is taken care of from picking them up at the airport to taking them back to the airport. We even will book their flights for them so that they get the best bang for their buck. Um, because we know it's hard, it's a little bit harder to get to San Miguel than it is just to hop on a plane and go to Cabo. So we actually have a travel agent that we're working with that's going to find the best um, flights for them. So they can do as little or as much as they want on our trips. Oh, I love that. It's, you know, that's really like you're offering all, you know, every everything <laughs> to actually get there and, and then do all of the, just do the whole retreat itself. Um, that's amazing, Mary. I, I, Absolutely, like I love what Beyond the Nest is doing, and just all your trips sound so amazing. Um, so, okay, last question for okay. anyone who is ready to to do this: wh What do they need to do? What do they, you know, where do they go? Okay, well, um, first visit our website because we have an incredible video on there and beautiful pictures of the first uh, trip. San Miguel um, of the actual place where you're staying. You can even look at which bedroom you want. And the website is www.beyondthenest.org. So it's beyondthenest.org. We're also on all the social media, um, Beyond the Nest, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Pinterest, all of those. But what we really want your listeners to come on our trip. So until 
Um, the end of this month, we are offering a 15% discount to anyone that pays their deposit and signs up for uh, either San Miguel or any of our other trips. All we have to do is mention the name of your podcast when they uh, talk to one of us or sign up for the newsletter or book one of our trips. So the other positive thing about that is if they want to bring a companion, say that they want to come and they want to do the whole retreat, but their companion, their husband, their best friend, whatever doesn't want to come, they would also be able to come, but they would have a 25% discount for that second room. They can do whatever they want all day. They can go horseback riding. They can lay at the pool. They can read a book. Oh, oh my God. That sounds amazing. <laughs> It's like, I'm dragging you with me, honey, but you can do your own thing. So don't worry about me. Because a lot of times women will, are like, uh, really want to get into the whole retreat aspect of it and the healthy food and the exercise and all this mind clearing things. And the husband's like, I think I'll go play golf and we can do that too. Exactly. That's so funny. Men are so like that. <laughs> yep. So that's what we made it so that you could bring a companion and the husband won't go, oh my gosh, because the companion, two people in the same room, of course, it's like, it's like a cruise ship. They're going to be less expensive. The second person in the room is less expensive. If they want to do the program, then of course it's a little bit more because the program is, is part what you're coming there for. But if you're just coming to hang out, then you're going to, you know, you're going to be hanging out. You aren't going to do the program. You can go play golf. You can play tennis. You can lay at the pool. Amazing. Awesome. That sounds awesome. Well, thank you so much for, you know, spending, you know, your afternoon with us um, and telling us all about Beyond the Nest, um, where we hope some of our listeners go check it out and sign up. It would be amazing. Um, and yeah, I'm just, thank you so much, Mary. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love to travel and I want other people to have that same, the, the kind of the rejuvenation you feel when you come back from being someplace different. I love that. That's amazing, Mary. Thank you for, for everything. And um, we're going to go check out Beyond the Nest right now um, and check out all of the upcoming trips. And I hope whoever's listening does the same. So thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye, everyone. Oh, Mary, where can everyone find you? if you want them to find you um, or just be on the nest. Hey, um, you, you can find me at www.beyondthenest.org or mary at beyondthedest.org. Amazing. If anyone has questions, please, you know, Mary is available and um, she'll answer whatever questions you may have. Thanks. All right. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Mary. Have a good one. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. I'm going to stop recording. That's our episode for today. Thank you everyone for listening to Oh My Travel Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Oh My Travel Podcast. You can find Martha at Martha Gets It and myself at La Wild Explorer. Make sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a five-star review because it helps us reach more people. And we really want this community to grow. And if something from this episode really resonated with you, please take a screenshot and tag us. We love hearing from our community and we'd love to reshare your thoughts from the show. As always, we'll see you next week.